Enter one and all, past the cloudy door, where wonderful things will happen that the world has never seen before. In Dexter's laboratory lives the dopest nerd you've ever seen. One day he smoked some cannabis and had a dream. What if he could sesh with fandom's best? In Dexter's Dab. Hello, Nakama. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Nerdy Stoner Podcast with your favorite huggable stoner, Dexter, a.k.a. the King of Strains, a.k.a. the Nuggy Professor, a.k.a. the Huff Lepuff, and a new one for the week, a.k.a. the Honey Dabber. I hope you all had a nice weekend. Before we get started, I got a couple of announcements slash updates. First, I hope you've been liking the shorts I've been putting out on my IG, TikTok, and YouTube. I've been having a lot of fun making them, and I have many more planned out. Uh, yeah, just gotta, you know, make time. <laughs> Second, if you somehow missed it, I've started doing video interviews with people. Yes, with actual live humans, not just the ones at cons. Um, my first one was with my good friend Blair Kaplan. We discussed her life and awesomeness she's up to, as well as talked about someone she would sesh with. It was a lot of fun, and I have a lot more friends lined up to interview. Some you'll definitely recognize, and others I'm sure you'll want to know by the time the interview's done. <laughs> Um, but those will be out during the weeks I don't have my normal episodes or every other, if you will. So you're going to be getting something once a week from me. Um, yeah. Uh, until then, stay tuned for more awesomeness to come. Um, promise you got some big things in the works and, um, yeah, just send me all that positive energy so that I can... Make these things happen accordingly. Um, but yeah. For now, let's get to the guest. He was born for evil, but he became one of Earth's greatest defenders. Time and time again, he shows up to help out and step up when others need him. He's strong, wise, green, and will always be considered Gohan's real dad. Yes, friends, we have the legendary Namekian and fellow defender of the universe himself, Piccolo. <clears throat> now, if <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> if you're a nerd of any kind, I don't care what you like. You know about DBZ. It follows Goku and friends fighting all kinds of aliens, androids, technically cyborgs, <laughs> and even gods throughout the series. It's one of the OG OG anime that started the weebification process for many of us and is still going strong. It was a tsunami staple back in the day and is the reason for so many of us trying to do one of, if not all three of these and more. The Kamehameha, Instant Transmission, and the Power Up Screen. Now, I know we all remember that YouTube video. Yeah, you know the one I'm talking about. I hope you finally achieved your dream and became a Super Saiyan, my man. <laughs> now then, on to our favorite Namekian. 
Piccolo's original debut was in the Dragon Ball anime with little Goku. But in this one, he was actually an enemy. When his father, King Piccolo, fought and lost against Kid Goku with his dying breath, he spat up an egg that would eventually hatch into the Piccolo we know and love today. Well, not at first. He was like pure evil when he came out, but became good over time, you know. He, he had an arc. Um, he's fought alongside Goku and the other Z-Warriors countless times and is one of the strongest in the Dragon Ball universe, honestly. And when I said he's Gohan's real dad, I meant it. <laughs> um, any DBZ fan knows this, I feel like. I mean, he basically raised him. Like, he trained and taught him so much growing up and continues to train him to this day and is even helping train his daughter. Like, come on, he's, he's not only a dad, he's a grandpa. You know what? He's not the stepfather. He's the father who stepped up. <laughs> but all jokes aside, Piccolo is and will always be one of the greatest characters to come out of the show. And I love him in Dragon Ball Z Bridge so much. Use the Bon Conco Sapo. Use it. <laughs> uh, if you're a DBZ fan in any way and have not somehow seen the beauty that is Team Four Stars Dragon Ball Z Abridged, I need you to stop this and watch right now. You know I would never steer you wrong when it comes to something funny. I still watch and quote it to this day and will probably quote it during this some more. Like the what I just said with the manga Kosobo, that was a, a little quote from it. <laughs> um, it's honestly really sad we'll never get to see the Boo Saga bridge, but I'm happy with what we got. And you've even got some, you know, redub movies in there too. And they're also doing like their own original shorts right now, so they're still pumping out some stuff. In fact, I was actually thinking like maybe I should do like a, I don't know, a rewatch party or something sometime. I've been thinking about getting into the streaming game and yeah, I just think that would be fun to, you know, get high and rewatch that with a bunch of people. Um, yeah, I'll think about it, but for now, let's get to what we're spooking on. I'm sure by now that, you know, I, I like to stay on theme when it comes to my stream choices. Today, however, we are not consuming one particular strain, but a particular type of cannabis. Concentrate. Yes, my friends, we're moving into the realm of dabbing. But not just any type of dabbing. Today, we are dabbing clear, or better known as a Dragon Ball. <laughs> now, unlike the, ball, the Dragon Balls in the anime, these will not summon Shenron if you collect seven, but dabbing them, I'm sure, would make anyone think that they summoned him. You know, if they have enough of it. <laughs> Cannabis Dragon Balls are 3,000 grams. Yes, you heard me right. 3,000 grams of 99% pure THC. That has been extracted through a very, very fine process. You can almost think of it like distillation, where you're continuously stripping away the unwanted components to leave behind this delicious beautiful looking golden orb and the best part about it is since it's pure thc 
you can add natural terpenes to it to produce effects that you would get from, you know, like actual strains. I mean, just imagine being able to take some of the Dragon Ball concentrate, mix it with the same terpenes found in, say, wedding cake, and boom, you're dabbing wedding cake. Like, that's awesome. It's a it's a game changer, honestly, and can just just revolutionize dabbing. Like, it's it's awesome. Um but yeah yeah that is awesome and i can't wait to hold one and you know try one one day maybe seven of them <laughs> uh but for us today uh one's definitely gonna be enough and as far as the mix of terpenes thinking you know do a nice mix of some of my favorites myrcene caryophyllene and a little bit of pinene so that we don't get, you know, too sleepy. And I might even throw some limonene in there too for a little euphoria and creativity. I have a plan for, you know, after we take our dabs. But before we start dabbing, we, you know, need a place to dab. Um, The Dragon Ball universe is vast, y'all. Like, not only do they travel to other planets, but also other universes and even timelines which by the way we were robbed of future trunks becoming a main character in the super universe just just let this man have a happy life please oh he's my favorite character i love him so much um but yeah even with all of these options there is one place that is at the top of my list we're dabbing on the lookout today, Nakama. <laughs> yes, the lookout where Dende and Mr. Popo themselves reside. Which, by the way, Mr. Popo, also one of my favorite characters from Team Four Star. Like, there's a scene where he takes a gallon of acid and is just tripping balls, talking about how all these squares make a circle. And he's not wrong. All of those squares make a circle. Ah... <laughs> uh, Anyways, uh, yeah, but, I mean, it's, it's fucking lookout, like, not only Dende and Mr. Popo, but it's the former home of Kami, it's the meeting place for some of the most iconic scenes, like, when they're training or anything like that, it's got the hyperbolic time chamber, Corrin and Yajirobe are right downstairs, it's honestly just a cool place, and the view's incredible from up there, I mean, it's way up in the sky, <laughs> And you know what? Soon we shall be too. <laughs> Remember when I said that Piccolo trains Gohan and is now training his daughter too? Well, I would like some of that training too as well. Specifically key control. Now, key is everything in the Dragon Ball universe. Like, it's how people fly, shoot energy blasts, and transform. Personally, I just want to fly. I have ever since I was a kid. And this isn't to say that I don't want to learn how to, you know, shoot a key blast. Or, you know, finally learn how to do the instant transmission. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, who wouldn't want to learn any of that stuff? An uncool person, not to. But a big part of key control is first being able to feel the key within your own body. 
And what better way to do that than with some good old-fashioned meditation? Yep, Piccolo and I are going to get high and meditate so that I can learn how to fly. Sounds easy enough, right? <laughs> but before we get to that, Piccolo has some words of wisdom to pass on to his new pupil. Before, because he is as wise as he is strong, if not wiser. Let's start with this, Jim. You'll laugh at your fears when you find out who you are. Piccolo said this to Gohan during the early days of his training. <laughs> we all have things we're afraid of. Whether it be that we can't do something or get somewhere... Fear exists in all of us. It's a, it's a fact. But when we prove our fears wrong, it's almost like getting the punchline of a really funny joke. You can't help but laugh and wonder how you could have ever, you know, thought that back then. Thought you couldn't do it. I mean, I'm sure Gohan. <laughs> I'm sure Gohan did after he finally learned how to dodge. Uh, yeah, that's another Team Four Star reference, but you get the idea. Realizing that, you know, doing or getting the thing you want is easier than you make it out to be is one of the funniest things a person can experience. I don't know what your thing is, but I hope you can laugh at it sometime too when you finally get there. Piccolo is not one to mince words, and will tell it to tell it to you straight up if you ask him to. You know, sometimes even if you don't. Like when Vegeta asked him if he would go to the same place as Goku did when he died. Piccolo told him he honestly wouldn't because of all the bad things that he had done throughout his life, and he. There was no malice behind it. He was just honest. Like, yeah, bro, you killed a lot of people, so you're going to hell. <laughs> uh, but this next one is something he else he said to Gohan during the early days of training. Hey, guess what? Sometimes, kid, life is cruel. And don't you forget it. Facts, Piccolo. Facts. Life can be fucking cruel sometimes. And that, yeah, it just it just can be. But the thing is, you can't let that be the reason that you give up on whatever it is you're working towards. Remember, friends, you only lose when you stop trying. <laughs> now, when it comes to bettering oneself at anything, we often have a tendency to compare ourselves to others and their journeys. Piccolo, on the other hand, has really only one person he compares himself to. Himself. My greatest opponent is myself. If I can discover what my weaknesses are, then I will be even stronger. I, I, then I will be an even stronger fighter than I already am. It does no good to compare yourself to others, friends. It distracts you from your own accomplishments and can make you fall off your current path. So, stop it. Like, I know it's hard, but work on it, you know? Just work on to 
work on stopping work on stopping to compare yourself to others yeah and start comparing yourself to yourself i mean at the end of the day are you better than you were yesterday at the thing you've been working at if yes good job if not keep training till you are <clears throat> and for real for real if anything use the success of others use the success of others as an example of where you could be not where you can't be and this leads me to my final piccolo quote that i'm gonna leave you with today this is one of the most iconic scenes in dragon ball z history I honestly think it's up there with the over 9,000 scene. We all know that iconic one, which I made a nice little funny parody of, you know, shameless plug, go check it out. Really would appreciate the views and likes and stuff. Um, yeah, this scene comes from the Frieza saga. I'm pretty sure you know where I'm going with this. When Piccolo fused with Nell and got a nice power up. I can do this. I can win. I feel great. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, that's a very funny scene, but it's it's a good example of how you can be your greatest hype person. Like, you know, pump yourself up in the mornings or whatever. Um, Actually, that reminds me of something that I was recently re-reminded of a little saying that I would tell myself um this is not my final form I feel like that's one of also the most iconic lines in Dragon Ball or really enemy any anime history like there's always another level friends remember that but with that we're at the end of another episode Yep, at the end of another episode of the Nerdy Sooner Podcast. <laughs> Thank you for listening in and letting me give you some life advice from one of my favorite anime. If you hadn't, if you haven't already, make sure you like, share, and follow at Nerdy Stoner Pod uh, for more stoner conversations and funniness. I'm that on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. And, of course, you can listen to me on Spotify, Apple Music, iHeart, and pretty much any place else you can listen to podcasts. Um, yeah. Also, again, uh, in case you missed it, I started doing video episodes where I interview my friends in the nerd and cannabis community. Uh, got another one coming up with one of my nerdy friends next week. Uh, so stay tuned for that. I'll be announcing who that is uh, a little later on. I'll leave you pondering. <laughs> um, what else? Ooh, also, uh, if you guys haven't seen, I was interviewed by the cannabis councilman himself, Mr. Martin Mitchell. Uh, it was a really dope interview where we talked about anime and the cannabis industry in Maryland and in general just a really good conversation and i hope i can have him on my show one day um but yeah i 
think that is about it. Until then, you got this, friends. Now go train. Piccolo and I are, you know, gonna do that ourselves after taking a couple more dabs. But, as always, remember to medicate, meditate, hydrate, and be great. Bye!